Welcome to episode 32 of Real Travels. I'm your host, Lisa Iannucci, and on today's episode, we travel to the Ozarks as we talk about one of the most popular shows on Netflix, and I'm doing just that with a very special guest. Let's get started. Thank you so much for listening to Real Travels. I hope you're all hanging in there. So as I mentioned last week, one of the things I did during this New York lockdown was binge all three seasons of Ozark with my special guest today, who just happens to be my husband. He's more formally known as EJ the Rainmaker Gar in the sports world. EJ is a professional sports handicapper and sports writer, and you'll be able to follow him on Twitter at EJ the Rainmaker. So before we get to the interview with EJ, we binged all three seasons mm-hmm. in a whopping 11 <laughs> days, yes, right? We yes, we did. And we wanted to talk about it this week. Now, if you haven't seen the show, it debuted in 2017. It's All of the seasons are on Netflix. And it stars, among others, Jason Bateman and Laura Linney. And Jason Bateman is also the director. Bateman plays a Chicago financial advisor who's involved with money laundering and after a business deal with a drug cartel goes south because his partner skimmed money off the top and Marty didn't know about it until he was almost killed, he and his family escape to the Missouri Ozarks so that he can pay back his former boss. Now stay tuned to the end of the show and I'll tell you where you can visit Ozark filming locations and they aren't where you think they are. So let's get to this interview. Welcome to the show, honey. How's hey, this feel? You know, thanks for having me. It's pretty cool to be on one of your shows. Uh, you know, I've been on before, so it's kind of fun, though. I like it. It is fun. And what? how fun was it for 11 days worth of Ozark, yeah. day after day after yeah. day? Yeah, it was fun. And I think the only person that people are going to recognize is Asi Morales, who's been around a ton. Uh, he plays one of the... One of the darker side of the guys. You, you'll, you'll know him. People will recognize him a lot because he's done so much. So I, you can't leave him off because he's a really cool actor. It goes way back. I mean, way back. Uh, oh, thought, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, I, I talked um, just about J- um, Jason Bateman and Laura Linney because they play the main. They do. You know, they're, they're they Marty and Wendy. Yep. And, but there is a huge host of, like, this these characters they're played by some fantastic um, actors yeah. and actresses, and we're going to get into that a little bit more. Yeah. Um, so let's let's uh, <laughs> let's talk a little bit about the show itself. And you know, you're not you were never one with me, except for Picard, your favorite show, Picard. Right now, at right, now. right now, yeah. You are not one that I can really say, "Hey, let's sit and binge a show." Yeah, although I've done it before, uh, just we we have we have a different taste. You, I like when you went old school because you went old school for a while there and watching thirties, forties, and fifties movies. I, I like when you were doing that because it's fun to hang out and see that time and see how far we've come. Uh, it know. is, but to get you to watch like multiple episodes of a show over like a week, yeah. it, it's hard to do that. So, what was it about? 
um, you know, Ozark that made you say, okay, maybe we should binge this. Yeah, I think it was just the first episode. We, you know, it's funny when you read the description of the first episode, like we were, when we were going over our notes, we're like, all right, read that description again. And you read the description of the first episode. It was like, so you're asking me why I want to keep watching the show? Because <laughs> all that stuff happened in the first like 50 minutes of this whole entire season one, season two, season three craziness that was about to happen. So I think it was easy to get sucked in. People dying all over the place. I mean, it, it just scandal and scandal and more scandal. I, you know, everyone loves a good scandal. And one of the things when we talked is that you mentioned that it gave you this feeling of suspense that at the end, in the first episode, it sets it up where Marty does not know that his partner skimmed off the cartel, does not know that his wife had been cheating on him. And now he has to save his life by telling the cartel that he's valuable to them. And it leaves you hanging as to wondering why yeah. and how can he do this so that you said that that was one of the things yeah. that kept you going yeah because he took a pamphlet out of his back pocket and said i'm going here i'll move your eight million dollars like yep. <laughs> wait what <laughs> how is he gonna pull that off i think that was really what you had me all right let's watch the next one and we'll see where it keeps going and it just kept going so yeah especially since he didn't as smart as he was with money and he had been his company had been laundering for the cartel so he knew how to do it but now he had to do it with them breathing down his back, yeah. which he didn't have to really worry about before to this extent, yeah. you know? because the FBI wasn't really all that involved yet. Like, we don't hear about the FBI until he really gets into the Ozarks. The FBI, you know, the FBI was always kind of around, yeah. and they had eyes on him, but then the scale went crazy. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And speaking of the FBI and, and the characters, that, the actors that played um, some of the characters from the, the FBI, so, so many characters have, like, come and gone in these three episodes, gotten killed off, gotten, you know, moved, out, moved away. Yeah. Um, which is your favorite character and why? Yeah, we kind of getting prepared for this one. It's Helen. Even though now we know that Helen's going to end up, at, you know, in case you haven't watched it, things aren't going to work out well for Helen later. <laughs> yeah, we um, should tell Yeah, you know, yeah, we don't want to take everything away out of the whole element of, you know, you watching it because it's a fantastic, uh, you'll learn about it if you watch it anyway. But yeah, Helen's not going to make it. But uh, man, I, I loved Helen's character because just like when Wendy said, you know, if I ever really need anything done. I need to get Helen involved because she's the one who just seems to always get everything done. Whatever Helen wants, Helen gets. And that, that yeah. kind of turns into another storyline for Wendy later because Wendy starts to feel like, you know what? I like this. Whatever I want, I get stuff. And it gets now. Now the whole Wendy Helen scenario comes into play, you know? Yeah, we're going to talk about how some of these characters change over the course of, the, of a few seasons. Yeah. But. Um, okay, so your favorite character is Helen, and Helen yeah. was play, is played by Janet McTeer. Yeah. One of my favorite characters is Ruth, and Ruth is played by Julia Garner. Yeah. And I didn't like Ruth in the beginning. I really felt like she was too young for this part. Like, she looked like a teenage kid who all of a sudden knew how to do all of these criminal activities. And, I mean, she has a really rough background. Um, but I felt like, shouldn't they have gotten somebody a little bit older to play this part and to be a part of this Marty-Wendy scenario? But she grew on me 
over the course of the couple seasons and you see it's because of her background that she is so hardened and she had to really protect herself and stand up and try to make something of herself. She won an award. <laughs> and yeah, Julia Garner uh, won awards for the the portrayal of Ruth. And, you know, it's a really supporting interesting. Supporting actress, right? Yeah, and it's really interesting because you can't really talk the way Ruth talks on the no, show. No, you won't let me. I won't let you because it's an F-bomb every other every word. Every other word. <laughs> like, that. that's right. amazing that somebody can actually win an award for blowing out an F-bomb every fifth word, every calling people an F and this and an F and that. Like, she yeah. didn't stop with the F-ins, So Yeah, but yeah. she, you know, you, you see... And, and we'll, we'll she get grew. into that. Her character grows oh, yeah. in a way that she, you got to remember in the She's show. She's still alive at least, yeah. Right. And in the show, <laughs> it first start, when it first started, they said she was like 19. Yeah, 19. And three seasons would make her around 22. Yeah. And what a difference in those three years in terms of her character development. It's amazing and, how Marty came to trust her after the fact that, you know, how much trust he ended up really putting in her. That, that I mean, when you know somebody robbed you to start the whole, yeah. I mean, that was the second episode, I think, when they made it to the hotel. And then they got robbed, uh, you know what I mean, by her and her family. But yet he ends up trusting her the most out of anybody in that entire city. His relationship with Ruth is what keeps that whole yeah. thing going. And I think it's because she, he feels like she had balls to do that. Yeah, she did. You know? Yeah, and even if she didn't, she portrayed that she did. And that's half right. the battle when you can walk the walk and talk the talk. But yeah, you know. Well, you also know, like, you go into this small town. Her family are troublemakers. So what's the expression? Keep your friends close and your yeah. enemies closer. Yeah, keep your but family then, closer. Yeah. That well, uh-huh. <laughs> and um, I think by keeping her close to him, yeah. she, he could keep an eye on her yeah. and knew that she wasn't going to cause trouble yeah, for him. Yeah, or walk off all the money. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so Ruth for me, Helen for you. Yep. Okay, what is one of your favorite characters that was killed off? Um, and I think that you had mentioned to me, um, well, actually, one of the ones, your least favorite, I should say, is was Ruth's dad and uncle. Well, let's, let's yeah, talk there. Yeah, yeah because, of, and that's the petty connection, too, with, with the yeah. FBI, because that was so weird that how that petty relationship with her uncle came to be. And yet, it was meant to be to the point where we're going to open a tackle and bait shop together and weirdness. That was such the weirdest relationship because we know Petty just was an ass. I mean, he was just an ass to everyone. And and the way he treated people until you see him around his mom for a second really never portrayed him as to be a likable character. Exactly. So, you know, you have a guy... Her uncle, who was very homophobic, yeah, but but covered it up completely. Covered it up, yeah. even beat Petty up, yeah. And they come to have this relationship that is really uncomfortable because Petty's working for the FBI, and there's and and really Petty only cared about sex, having sex. That's in it. my opinion. Yeah, I think he was so desperate for love. Yeah, you know, and whereas Ruth's uncle. Maybe he fell in love a little bit. Yeah, he did, and you see him actually kind of soften and become more likable. They both did. Whereas I felt 
Petty became more unlikable, so that's me. Yeah. But that's actually the character that is my least favorite is Petty. Yeah. And I think if we had And between seen, Root's dad, too. Yeah. You know dad. what I mean? Because Root's dad and Petty both had these just... Ugh. Root's dad was obviously... Yeah. Come on. He, he, he was horrible. Yeah. He was horrible. Yeah. But for me, it was Petty because I... You know, you mentioned that we they show us a little bit of his human side with his mom, but yeah. that's much later. Yeah. I think had we have seen that earlier, perhaps I wouldn't hate him as much as I did. And yeah. usually you want to like the guy who's going after the bad guy. Right. I didn't. I did not like him yeah. at all. I didn't like his character at all. I do have to say that, you know... Um, when I when I mentioned to you that my favorite character was Ruth, uh, the actress's portrayal of Ruth was incredible, and I do think the actor's portrayal of Petty is you do end up hating him. Yeah. So he portrayed that very very well. Yeah. Um, the one character, and I know that that we talked about this before we came on the air. The one character that I wish that they didn't kill off, and they've killed off a lot. A lot. Um, was it ninety six in season three? Yeah, it yeah. was something like that yeah. in season three alone. Yeah. You know, and I think it was in the sixties actually. Sixty nine. I think and it was ninety six, but okay. Uh, well, we'll have to look. That yeah, up. <laughs> I thought it was ninety six. People died and, in season three. Um, ben, which is Wendy's you like Ben brother. a lot, yeah. I liked Ben. I liked his character. I liked that he gave Ruth um, the love that she was missing, yeah. and he was sincere about it. He yeah, wasn't he liked her anything. a lot. He yeah. liked her a lot. You saw the softer side of Ruth. Yeah, and I really wish that they could have continued to develop that relationship. Yeah. And even shown us a little bit more of the relationship between him and Wendy before Wendy had to, spoiler alert, make this decision to have him killed. And I I think that I would have felt even worse for Wendy if I knew, even though they talked a little about their background, if I knew more or maybe even the flashbacks, I don't know, saw more. Um, I just felt like it happened in such so fast, yeah. just so fast that it was too much. And I know that there are a lot of other people who felt you know the same way about that yep. character. Yep. And Tom Pelfrey played Ben Davis, um, and I wish that they could have brought him back. Um, speaking about bringing back, and the old man too. The old man was pretty cool. Oh they, yeah, you know, yeah. Jimmy Smalls. Jimmy Smalls. <laughs> um, a character I do wish that they bring back eventually who has not died is Rachel. Yeah. And, and what a weird... Yeah. yeah I know you want to talk ending. about her and how she changed in a, such a wild way there. Uh, yeah. After, in the money. You know, let, let's talk about that. Let's talk about yeah. the character changes because... It, you yeah, know, next you, to, you, first thing, she's just a, an owner in a weird little vacation spot in the Ozarks. And next thing you know, she finds some money and she becomes the biggest drug addict in the history of drug addicts. Yeah, like, what? And, and, and <laughs> I, I mean, I'll be honest, you know, I don't know anything about that. Yeah. So I don't know if it can happen that quickly. I mean, or, or yeah. know, but you see that she takes this money and she has these parties. And next thing you know, she's hooked. Okay. Realistic, yeah, probably. But for the character, it to me, I felt like it was just so out of character. She obviously had 
an issue with I gotta have you know a, a different hundred thousand dollars worth yeah, well, all the money. No, a different yeah. guy every weekend. Every Sunday, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you know, of course, she desperately wanted money, and she desperately wanted to be able to be financially more secure. Yeah. But it just seemed like she was she cared so much about just wanting to make her business a success yeah. that this was a complete hundred and eighty degree turnaround. I get taking the money, and I I would have expected to see her do something else with it, but become <laughs> this massive drug addict. Yeah. Granted, you and I always joke it was in the script, so obviously that you know yeah. that's why they did it. Yeah, but um, you know it 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 um it just seemed weird, you know. So um, now let's talk about the changes. You mentioned it even earlier, the change in Wendy's character. Yeah. She she wanted to be Helen so bad. I, I mean, she went from, you know, just like we talked about how she started. Uh, I mean, she's cheating on Marty. And next thing you know, the dude she's cheating on is with his dad. I mean, basically killed right in front of her. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know, and then, then now she has to adjust for life with Marty. But yet, life with Marty was a disaster before they ended up going. You know what I mean? So, and then she meets Helen and she finds out how powerful Helen is. And I think she just wanted to be Helen. So back, I think it was maybe in the third episode of season three, I'm like, she just wants to be Helen. I, I think yeah. she wants to be Helen. She's getting involved with everything just to get to the cartel, just to give him another idea to prove that she's better than Helen. And, oh, boy, that was the most dangerous move she ever made. Yeah, I, <laughs> I agree. I mean, you know, she goes from being this cheating housewife who really wasn't happy to, you know, finding out that she has very similar powers yeah. and can manipulate people uh, the same way, like you said, Helen can. Yeah. And it went to her head. And, you know, calling the cartel directly? Yeah. Like you, like you going right the cartel to him. on speed dial? Yeah. You know, going you, right to him. Right. You didn't think that wasn't going to play out yeah. in your favor? Yeah, going you in know? the viral directly was certainly a bold move. And then now he's calling her on the phone. You know what I mean? Now he's yep. calling her on the phone saying, all right, so what do you got? And then she's like, well, I have better ideas and even more things that we can do. And, oh, yep. boy, now you're digging a hole. Yeah, and, <laughs> you know, she she thinks that because she makes one phone call and something goes right, she's you can keep making phone calls. More, yeah, you, know? and you create more things now and other casinos in the uh, works. And how are you going to get two casinos going in the Ozarks now and all that? Like, like this, this next season four... It's going to be interesting, but we'll wait till we get there. Yeah, yeah. And we, you know, one of the things that we talked about is about what surprised you for the show. Yeah. And you mentioned Marty. Yeah, Marty surprised me because, you know, how blind can you be? When, when, even when they, even when they first introduced him, you realized how blind he was because his partner had cheated eight million dollars worth of stuff. His wife had been cheating on him with this old man, and then obviously he got the video sent to him, and it changed everything about how he saw his wife. But yet he stayed with his wife. But yet he saw that video, and it never, he never got over that. And then obviously she found the video too, and it, cha- it changed them. But just how blind that man is—he didn't even see anything going on around him. And he's still kind of that way to this day. What? Wait, what are you talking about? Wait, wait, what do you mean? What are you talking about? Like, like, yeah. dude, everything's going on around you. You're so blind, but yet you're running this crazy operation avoiding the Kansas City mob, the FBI, the cartel, all the people in Ozark. Like, how many people are after Marty now? You know what I mean? Like, he, yet he was just completely unaware of everything going on around him. I, I think it was just his aloofness that, that threw me off about Marty. Because, like, what? Dude, there's so much going on. Obviously, the kid, 
killing all the crazy animals, leaving them. I, he, he wasn't aware of Charlotte and this pot smoking, and all. he's just unaware of everything going on around him. He's so, I mean, you can call it focused, I guess, but man, well, you got to pay attention to your family. Yeah. Like all three of his family members were just going in this weird direction. He didn't even notice it. Yeah, and he and he's very smart, but he's number smart. He's not very common yeah, sense techie smart. smart. Now, yeah. I think that changed a bit after he got kidnapped. Yeah. Where Taking he, hostage right, more like. You know, yeah. you don't go through that without coming out yeah, hardened, damaged hard and too. hardened. Yeah. And he came out damaged and hardened. It's either, rougher. yeah, you're either going to come out damaged or hardened or just completely dismantled. Exactly. He took the, you know, he, wow, he's changed. Remember, everyone was saying how much he had changed after yep. he came back because he finally was like, all right, you know what? I think I get it. People are going to die. Well, also, <laughs> he came out with this sense of, you know, it was like, okay, let's get back to work. And everybody was like, wait, why isn't he falling apart? Yeah. Why is he coming back as if it's just the next Another day? Another day. You know? A trip and, to Kansas City like he made out to be. Right. Yeah. And in that last episode, and we can talk about that last episode. In yeah. Minute, but I think that that's going to be another drastic change for Marty and Wendy, Wendy yeah. where, you know, and we'll, we'll get to that last episode yeah. in a second, but we talk about character changes, you know, I'm getting so excited. Wow, you saliva. Saliva. <laughs> um, the, my, you know, the, the character changes I think are going to be really expensive yeah. for, because, you know, we talked about them getting, trying to feel powerful and that last episode shot them right back down to the bottom. Yeah. That they are not the ones in charge. Yeah. And it's going to be really interesting to see how that gets handled. Yeah. But hang on about that one All second, right. okay? So one of the things that we also <laughs> talked about was, um, you know, how the kids have changed. Yeah. Because you have these kids that were unaware of what their parents were doing. Oh, yeah. And didn't like the fact that they had to move, but they, you know, went along with it. And now they know everything. And they're slowly becoming like these mini criminals. They I are. mean, Charlotte works for the company now doing PR. Yeah, like, smoke pot in the house. Up, just walks, you know? she just sits right at the dining room table now and lights up a joint. Well, what? they're. What? Right. And there's that part of her, too, that, you know, she thinks that she's so grown yeah, up. She can do whatever she you wants. You know, but in a way she is because they forced her to grow up. Yeah. You know. And they can't, this, I think it was like that. Well, what are they going to say to me? What can they say to me when they're, call, you can't call the pot, the kettle app, what do you call it? They call the pot, kettle black <laughs> and all that. Yeah. You know, I mean, they, they kind of got righted into it. Like, you know what? I can do what I want. They can't yell at me. They can't say anything to me right. about being a bad kid. Like, you're, excuse you? <laughs> right. I mean, they, they definitely cannot preach to the kids yeah. about doing right yeah. when they're working with a drug cartel. Yeah. It just doesn't really work out that way. Yeah. So, you know, you have the character, the kids are changing and the characters, yeah. um, you know, it, it's just so interesting to see how they get older. Um, you know, how they're going to have an effect the longer the show, if the show continues to go on, yeah. the longer it goes on, how much are they going to become part of right. the drug cartel? But let's get to that last... Well, we already um, see how well Jonah can move money around and be another ID. We, yeah. still, have, we still have his other personality to deal Jonah, with. Jonah, who's the yeah. son of Marty and Wendy, yeah. um, He's created he is a quite little a character. Yeah. He's a little criminal. He is. And that I think that's really going to play a part it later. Is. Um, you know, I think that Charlotte is a little more 
intimidated um you know whereas yeah. jonah is like don't mess with me yeah. i will do what i need I, to do yeah, yeah so last season last episode yeah and again we're gonna say it even though we said it once before there's this major spoiler alert coming so if for any reason you no, don't want to hear no. this turn the podcast off yeah. now How season three ended right but helen dies Helen dies brutally, has brutally. her brains blown out right. all over Marty and Wendy. And they, uh, they all think that they're going to the, the baptism. Or, yeah, no, it was a Mexican vacation down in... Right? It was the baptism. Oh, yeah, for the baptism happens. of the Navarro, right? And they get there and they think that it's going to be, you know, hey, look at all our partners. We're all going to hang out together and have a nice, you know, mom... Yeah, family atmosphere. Family atmosphere. And right in front of them, um, the cartel kills. Just put a gun right to Helen's yeah. head, blows her brains out. Yeah, I, and I mean, the, the scene, the whole season ends with them standing there with all yeah, of her blood. Hunched on. over, scared right. out of their brains. And now. That, that's bottom feeder now. <laughs> right. That's here you have um, Wendy, like I said, who thinks that she's becoming yeah. this big, powerful person, shown. Exactly yeah. what happens yeah. to big, powerful people yeah. that they get killed right in front of your very eyes. Like nothing. And, right. I think that the next season, you know, because now that they've put, the cartel has put Marty and Wendy in this position of, you're the family now. You're our new Helen. Yeah. You're the, you know, yeah. they're not going to want to do anything to piss off the cartel. Yeah. How are they going to get all? out of it, too? Now, you know, Marty's been wanting out of it. This day. They all talk about getting out of it. How out of it do you get now that Helen's dead and Navarro's pretty much probably going to say, well, not that he's going to say to them, listen, you can either die or work for me the rest of your life. But, yeah, I think that's what... They don't have a choice. Yeah. They, you, you, you know, you can't... I don't think that at the beginning of this, Marty thought that he was going to be in this for the rest yep. of his life. And now, yep. I think that he's in this for the rest of his life. Yeah. And he doesn't have a choice. And speaking of end of life, we, you and I had a pre-conversation to this podcast where we kind of debated a little bit about something. And what it was was... Before Helen died, her daughter found out about yeah because her of Ben yeah because of Ben, and I think that her daughter needs to be killed because her daughter's a loose cannon is going to head back to Chicago. Could tell her dad, could tell you know yeah, anybody, could everything. go straight to the police, and that's it. She is in a position unwillingly in a position. Where she has to be killed, or or they have to kidnap her and keep her there. Something. Either way, it's it's going to be a blow up for the cartel yeah. if this girl gets out or any information gets out. Yep. You know, so you debated that. You said that she didn't think she needed to be killed. I don't think she needs to be killed. I I I I, I honestly think that she might either. It's going to hit her that her mom was a major powerhouse, and that that. If my mom can do it, well, then maybe I should get with Marty and Wendy and learn how to be more like my mom. Or it's just going to be like, all right, do we have a use for her anymore? Because now that Helen's dead, what use do we have for a girl who really just wanted to lose her virginity in the Ozarks when the Zoss started? That was her whole goal. That was her only goal. Lose my virginity. That's why I'm here. Like, now you're going to be a... I mean, you can't make somebody like that into a powerhouse character, I don't think. So, I I don't know. You know, I'm just... Can they kill her off? I mean, they, they, they... Taking a hell out like that, 
someone's going to have to explain to her what happened. And Marty and Wendy are the only two people who could tell her what really happened to her mom. Uh, I, but yet, yeah. how are they going to tell her? Well, we were standing next to your mom. We went down to Mexico and they blew her brains out. Like, you don't just, that's not how you yeah. tell someone how their mom died. <laughs> so I'm going to be interested to see how they, Marty and Wendy yeah. explain the whole death of Helen. And yeah, I, I don't know well, how the daughter's going to pan into this because it's just I hard hope, to know. Though, is that they don't start, even though there's no word on the next season, you know that there's going to be one, but it's going to be a long time yeah. before we see it. Maybe her I and Jonah hope, can take over the world together. Yeah. I just hope that they don't start the next season. With time going by, and the girl so much already time. knows. Like, I think everybody's going to be wondering how they handled that. Yeah. I want to see it play out. I don't want to see it be time has passed. How far you think now. they're going to jump ahead? Uh, they can't jump too far ahead because they're wearing their blood the Helen's I, brains. That I agree, and that's that's why I'm saying I think that they have to start at that point. Yeah, you can't jump too far ahead. That, that Develop, development yeah. take place. Yeah. Um, but at the same time... Here's the catch. Now, it we're in this pandemic where there's no filming going on right yeah. now. Now, according to um, another podcast that I listen to, couple sources, yeah. Um, you know, there's they are working on scripts, but they haven't even really done more than just bounce a few ideas around. Yeah. Which means, and that supposedly in this one fan group, there are. Uh, crew members that are in there that say that it takes about six months to film and another five months for post-editing. Now, the catch is, is if they haven't even started yet and you have, you're in May, okay, so you're in May of 2020 and you don't even start filming for maybe, maybe till September, depending on where you can film and what you're allowed to do. And this doesn't come out, let's say, until next year. Some yeah. people were predicting we're not going to see the next Ozark for two years, which I think can be a possibility. It's realistic, yeah. Now, they might have two seasons ready. But, but the yeah. catch is, you look at Jonah, he's a young boy. He's yeah, everyone's going to grow up. very yeah, quickly. everyone is. So, see, that's the thing about Ruth is she's already 25, 26 years old in, in real, real life. life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see what part do they pick up. Do they pick yeah. up right at the shooting, or do they make it where time has gone on? They're going to ha- kind of have to. They're going to have to fill us in if, as to what's happened. If you're talking like that, they're going to kind of have to move it ahead because everyone's going to be so much more, like you said, mature, changed. You know, I mean, Charlotte yeah. and Jonah are both going to be a year and a half actually older. You know what I mean? Yeah. So man, it's that'll be. It is a wrench. Yeah, that will be interesting. So. Um, let's talk about just one more thing before I let my honey go. Okay. Um, and that is, and I know that you did not watch Breaking Bad. No. You saw I saw so of much it. of it from you watching it, yeah. like, you know, but not, not, I didn't sit down and actually do what you did and, uh, what do you call it? Binge it. Binge it out. Yeah, I didn't binge it out. But I've um, seen a lot of it. I did. I binged all five years', years worth yeah, of it seasons. in three. And, yeah, well, it was really years too. In three and a half weeks. Yeah. Um, my son had introduced me to it, yeah. and he begged me to watch an episode. I finally got around to watching an episode with him, and then I was like, "All right, I'll give this one more episode." Gave it one more episode, and then couldn't stop watching, yeah. and had to watch all of it. Um, I personally feel. That there are a lot of similarities with this. Um, there's, you know, dealing with the drug cartel. Who's bigger? You got the you got your white guy who's going through something with his family. There's a couple of major differences. The differences being um, that 
Marty goes into this. He's not obviously sick. He's He did this because it was his quote-unquote job. And whereas Walt goes into this on Breaking Bad to make money for his family because he's ultimately going to die from lung cancer. Yeah. Um, and he, little by little, becomes the biggest drug cartel yeah. around. Um, and he knew he wasn't going to get out of this, whereas Marty up until at least now, has always wanted to get out of this yep. eventually. Um, he just did this to protect his family and not get killed. Yep. So, in my opinion, um, Breaking Bad still with the writing, because I've seen some little holes in, in Ozark that I'm like, wow, that was incredible that that happened so quickly. Um, whereas Breaking Bad, I never saw a lot of holes in their, in their script writing or anything like that. So I am going to put Breaking Bad a little above Ozark in terms of my favorites. Okay. Now, just based on what you're seeing, what's your opinion about the comparison from this I, I to Breaking I, Bad? I don't see a big comparison to make. It's a completely different thing. It's not like a, it's not like a drug cartel per se, except for that weird scenario with the old lady and Wyatt and the heroin and the poppy seeds that they move. Other, other than that, this isn't like a real drug thing, you know what I mean? Like, they happen to get involved with it because of the cartel's involvement with it. But, the, you know, Mar- Marty was... They're not, they this is all drug cartel. This is all like that. Oh, so I see what you're saying. Yeah, so but Marty's moving point, money, not drugs. You, you know okay, I mean? like, so... Marty's moving money. I see what you're saying. Even though okay. they started to get weirdly involved with the old lady and the family... Yeah, you know we didn't I mean? talk about farm. that, did yeah, we? Yeah, we didn't talk about the weird We didn't talk about the ladies. September May romance. Yeah, the 68-year-old and the 18-year-old. Really, well, she's 68 really, in real life. Yeah, in real she's life. She's not playing that on the show. Well, she's certainly playing someone who's in her but 70s in the show. Wyatt, <laughs> Wyatt is obviously a young boy, and yeah. there's a relationship that grows between the two of them. Oh, um, it makes me very uncomfortable, but Mrs. that's... Snell. Yeah, <laughs> But God. it's it's Darlene and Wyatt, and it, it made me uncomfortable um, just yeah. because I thought it was just a little too young. I you know I get if you want to have a sixty yeah. some odd lady or a nineteen yeah. year old boy fool no. around with somebody older or her no. fool around somebody younger. I just think it should have been a little different, you know. <laughs> yeah. um, but anyway, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know the correlation. The, 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 there isn't you can't really correlate the two too much. I mean, there there's. Just because of the drug involvement? Because, I mean, Ozark has the FBI, the Kansas City mob, and the cartel, and a city full of craziness going on where, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know, they, they, this guy was just basically creating drugs in a in a in, in, a, an, RV. in an RV. You know, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, it becomes much more than that, though. I mean, Walt literally becomes the biggest drug cartel around. Yeah, well, like because he said, makes the best product. Though. Right, he makes the best product. Yeah. Um, you know, so I, I can see some of the um, comparisons, and at the same time, I don't agree see with some of the how different they really are, too. Yeah, yeah, but I do have to say that, you know, I, I think that Ozark is very well written. Yeah, it's I good it's stuff. It's a great show. Good stuff. Yep. Can't and wait I'm, for I'm it to come back. I mean, for it to come back. Yeah. Um, let's hope that it does, but it should. And on that note, I'm going to say goodbye to you. All right, I'll get out of here. <laughs> Where can I go? Wait, can I just scooch across the bed? Scooch across the bed. Yep, we're hanging out in bed doing this. Yeah. I'm, now, so I'm going to scooch across the bed so you can talk. Okay, bed. go ahead. Go have your little 
Ramen. What, what are you drinking? I'm Ramen. drinking a Bay Breeze. A Bay Breeze. He used to be a bartender, so he makes really good drinks. So um, thank you so much for being on the show, though, honey. I do appreciate it. No, it thanks for having fun. me on. Thank you. It really was. And now what I want to do is, you know, obviously this is uh, a show about film and TV travel. So I'm sure many of you thought, have I... Ever Am I going to be able to go to the filming locations of Ozark? And the interesting thing is, is you can, but if you head to the Missouri Ozarks, you're not going to see anything because they don't film there. They film mostly in Atlanta, Georgia, and you can thank some pretty hefty tax breaks for that decision. Um, I'm going to give you a couple of places that I saw you could go and check out if you decide to make the trip to Georgia. One of them is Jones's Bridge Park in Gwinnett County, Georgia. This is where Petty and Russ go fishing. And you remember that season or that episode. This is where they film um, those scenes. The Little River Marina in Canton, Georgia, um, it actually accents the end, the edge of Lake Alatoona. And when the Bird family first arrives in the Ozark in the show, many of the scenes are shot um, and taken from Little River Marina, so you'll feel like you're right there. Later on, the dock plays a larger role. It's the scene of a murder, and um, you know, you'll, if you want to check that out and stand there and say, hey, I was at the scene of the murder, you could do that. Um, in Williams, in uh, the Williamsburg, I'm sorry, the Williamson Brothers Barbecue is another favorite um, it's been used in some of the scenes, but it's also a place where the the cast and crew go and eat. So it's also very popular. Um, the Chateau Alain Winery and Resort in Brazelton, Georgia, is actually one of the locations where they have the meetings with the cartel. Um, it's gorgeous. If you go to the website, you'll see it's absolutely beautiful. Um, so you could tell that it's not like the guy's home. It's, it's filmed at this winery. So that's just some of the few, that's just a few of the locations you can actually go visit. And if you want to find out more, all you have to do is just put Ozark filming locations in a Google search and you'll come up with more locations and with more seasons coming up, there'll be more to see down there as well. So thank you so much for tuning in. Please remember to pick up both of my travel books on location, a film and TV lovers travel guide, as well as road trip, the sports lovers travel guide to museums, halls of fames, fantasy camps, stadium tours, and more. It's out now. And if you put both of them together, you can sit down and start planning for any future travel, which I know we'll be able to get out and do again. If you do order them, please check them out at oblongbooks.com. Thank you so much for supporting independent bookstores. So if you haven't already subscribed to my podcast or left me a review, please do so. It helps me to continue and grow the channel. Remember to visit realtravelsmagazine.com. It's in its early stages, but it's worth checking out. And I'm still revising the Virgin Traveler website to include some great upcoming trips and tips and information for you if you're new to traveling. So on that note, I'll be back next week. In the meantime, I'd love to hear from you. Follow me on Twitter at Virgin Traveler or DM me on Instagram at The Virgin Traveler. There's plenty of ways to reach out, so please do so. would love to hear from you. And in the meantime, thank you for stopping by and listening.